This is uh, RV Fever Ramble TFR. Thanks for joining us. Um, Thank you for staying with us. If you don't know us, you can find us on all the socials, all, all the lovely socials, the FIFA all Ramble. The media. You said the FIFA Ramble. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. On all of them. Whatever so you want. YouTube's the FIFA Ramble, Facebook's the FIFA Ramble, Twitter at the FIFA Ramble, yep. Instagram at the FIFA Ramble. Yep. Um, Go and give us a follow. This week, we are humbly grateful as ever to Gary... Uh, Gary, we appreciate your money, uh, your adverts yeah. a lot. Uh, and this week we are sponsored by Gary's Barbecues. That's Gary's Barbecues. No, it's Gary's Tents. No, it's... What do you mean, Tents? No, I... No, I said I, I will, I'll sort it, and I sorted it. We got Gary's Tents. No, it's my week this week to book the sponsor. So... Play... No, right. We're going to play... I don't know what's going to happen, but we've both seen to put a different sponsor. Um, Gary's, Gary's tent. tent and barbecue. I haven't got a tent. I need to get a tent. I can't build up a tent. What is a tent? Right now at Gary's Tents, we have the tent deal for you. Come and peg down a bargain with one of our staff. The process won't be too intense because our staff are already in tents. Five man, six man, ten man, or even circus, we have the tent for you. Come on down to Gary's Tents, we have the tent for you. It's kind of like a thin house with a zip instead of a door. The prices will blow you away, but they won't blow away the tent. 115, pull the street across the road from the bank. But a tent won't be enough for you. You need to get a barbecue. Hi. Things are heating up at Gary's Barbecue. We pride ourselves on having the hottest grills. If you can walk the path of hot coals, we'll knock off 50%. So you BBQ, that's better be quick before we run out. Some men like chicken and some men like beef. And some men like somewhere to warm up the feet when the night gets colder. So be quick. That was thanks. Yeah, that was. Uh, Thank you, Gary. That was um, all the excitement of the weekend. Yeah, and we had a lovely, lovely Sunday as well. Lots of football there. Lots um, of football. And now we've got the international break. Why? I know. Why? 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 Why, why would they? Why would they kill? The Nations League, yeah, in in for the kill again. It's it's. Oh. I know, I know. Not I much you can do about it. Not much you can do about it. Other other things that's going on in my head right now uh, is Henri Monaco manager Henri for hire. Yeah, that's one thing. Uh, the other thing, which has been in my brain box jiggling around this morning, I heard um, Dwight York really put his CV in for the Aston Villa job. Did he? He did put it in. Did he? He uh, he put it in. Uh, he put a CV in to Aston Villa on the day that, that uh, Steve Bruce got canned. Well, I mean, cabbage. look, he's basically, uh, yeah, he's been, he's that. seen a man, a grown man, get hit on the head by a cabbage. And he thought, I'm going to pop my CV in well, there. And he thought, that's somewhere I should be popping a CV. He probably did the drive-by to check if his company car was still there. So, so waited for it to pull off with his belongings. So, um... Steve Bruce in his yucca plant. <laughs> um... Dwight, Dwight, the Villa Delight was on the radio this morning and he was basically just saying, 
that they should give me an interview. I put my CV in. He was talking like he was going for a mid, mid-level managed job uh, on the radio. Sort of, sort of been like, yeah, put my CV in. I called them up just to make sure they got it. They, they, they in. Yeah. They received that. They, they, yeah. He should have sent a courier. So, Signed for. Or just do something it's special. It's a rocky era to work on. Just give them like, a, a, I don't know, a present or something, like of a football, and then open it. And it's like, open or a it's box written, his CV a fo- is on it. What yeah, open on? the box and it's a football balloon. What's up with the CV? What's on Dwight's footballing CV? A treble. Yeah. 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 The treble. Managerial ways of being. I think he ran a Costa. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe. So, uh, yeah. So he's comparing himself to. Well, if Henri's getting a, a shot at it, I should be. I should well, be thinking about both it. footballers. <laughs> so it's funny if you have. Why didn't that make sense? Try to listen to it because I really. I I just something just okay. I connected with that because it's just I just imagine him just turning up in Villa Park, just been like got a little suit on. Yeah. Just, uh, there's, there's CV, have a look through that. I'll leave have with a you. Look. Call me. Yeah. Call me. So I, li- I like this hustle, but it just seemed yeah. a bit peculiar to be on uh, on the radio. That was, yeah. You didn't see that, no? No. Okay. Um, yeah. Should we, should we talk about Arsenal? Can we talk about Arsenal? Should we uh, talk about Arsenal? Let's talk about Arsenal after this advert break. Hold on. Go. You know where's a good place to listen to a podcast, guys? No, I don't know any. No, no. In the bath. Yeah? Mm. You know what makes a bath even better? What? Ichiban bath salts. Mm. You know what Ichiban bath salts do? What do Ichiban bath salts do? They make you feel good. They make you smell good. Footballers have a bath. Yeah, they They use Ichiban bath salts too. So, the next time you listen back to our podcast, the FIFA Ramble, do it. In an Ichiban bath. Oh, that sounds delightful. Ichiban bath salts. Sponsor of the FIFA Football Ramble. <laughs> go on then. Fulham Arsenal. Yeah, go on then. Let's talk Arsenal. Fulham Arsenal. Um, interesting first half. Yeah. And then they just got steamrolled. They did. It just, the stars aligned for Arsenal that day, I, I, I think, and everything just flowed really nicely that Shuva goal was they, really good though and I thought it was going to yeah, be Shuva's peak a Arsenal weird one, isn't he? He is a, he's a strange it's one it's nice to see Leno in goal and just adapting so quickly to the role of, yep. a, of a number one goalkeeper for he's, Arsenal he's, football club. he's superb I mean this is he's a great example of when people look at other leagues and go wow it's different in the Prem and then it's like he comes in and you're like he's been playing at such a high level mm-hmm. in the Bundesliga what makes you think that that isn't a footballing yeah. grounding? You know, but there was genuine people saying, "Oh, he needs to bed in." Well, that's the same in any club. But don't use it. I said he needs to adapt in. to the environment in the, in the club because you like every yeah, every Disney that. Yeah. Thing. So instead instead of he's uh, a great keeper. Kepa, like Kepa was thrown in. To be fair, for Chelsea, Kepa was thrown in because not only because you know it didn't have new league, new con- you know new league, new country, but he was thrown into the deep end more. Because they sold Courtois, obviously. So Courtois, it literally is, you're young, you're coming from another country, you haven't got that much time to adapt because it was right at the end of the transfer window. You've got to come in. Have fun with it. Go on, go play. And you're going to be number one. You know, it was very difficult. But they were very good, Arsenal. Arsenal were good, that makes nine in a row. 
Nine in a row. What I think the most impressive thing about this performance, um, they haven't had a better run than this since 2015, but the most impressive part of this, this particular game for me, was they'd only been playing in Azerbaijan on the Thursday. So on the Thursday, they're in Azerbaijan. And on the Sunday, they have a competitive football game to play. And usually people say that Europa League of Thursday, Sunday will kill you. Yeah, they were superb. They played but incredible one, football. Again, how they did that? Another the other factor there is uh, Arsenal. It's widely known that they're not uh, playing in the Champions League this year. Yeah, uh, that I thought would benefit them last year. It's definitely going to benefit them this year, especially with Unai. Yeah, definitely. Um, the they've, way they play. They've got such an exciting team. And the Europa is, is the Europa, isn't it? Like they uh, there was a there was a good news corner from from there, didn't it? Yeah, the young lad, what's his name? He scored his first competitive goal. He was eighteen uh, for Arsenal. Oh, I forgot his name. Reese Nelson. No. No. N- no. Eddie. So, no, it was. I need. I need to get. I should have been on this. Uh, but yeah, he scored, and that's a great way of bedding the youth of Arsenal. But let's get back to the actual performance, which was absolutely stone-cold solid. Um, Ramsey's goal was ridiculous. I was just about to build that up to Ramsey's goal. It was a beautiful transition of play uh, from deep-line midfielder doing the defensive work, starting the, doing a playmaker, and finishing it as well. Yeah, it was, it was a gorgeous goal. If this, you haven't seen it, you should see it, because this, it's very um, special. Uh, little goal, one of the kind of goals of the of the weekend, I would say. Yeah, I reckon he's goal of the season so far. Yeah. yeah, and Ramsey has a way of doing that, especially yeah. with all the controversy around him uh, in terms of his next move, which is going to be probably going to be January, uh, unless there's something that's sorted out. But he's playing, he's playing well. Obviously, he's yeah. going to put himself about a bit. There's, he's got his admirers in Spain, his admirers in anywhere. Oh, he could walk in anywhere. If really. Ramsey leaves Arsenal. I mean, obviously, one I'd say, well, right, we'll have him at United. You know, because mm. he's better than Herrera. He's better than Fellaini. Yes. You know, he's better than... Vic. But we'll so, get to Man United. Yeah, bit, like, but I would more... More than I'd like to see him at United, I would prefer to see him in, you know, at Lyon. Or... Higher. Mass. No, that... Think of Lyon. Think of Aaron Ramsey going and... It's just that... Trying to get him back against Leon. Leon are, are the French version of Barcelona. In the, no matter how many league titles Barcelona win, they're always seen as the upstart to Real. Mm. That's what Leon are in France, and Aaron Ramsey suits that profile. No, in, for Ramsey, you can walk into like most most teams across probably, Europe. You could probably totally, get in PSG's totally. midfield at the minute. He's better than Diarra. Mm. Um, I like. I love the Fulham. Not up to much, are they? Are they in trouble? Well, yeah, because the inconsistency, yeah, pure inconsistency, and they look completely <sighs> detached from the Premier League. It's when you look like at that attack on paper, how's this? When you look at the attack on paper and what they what they have got potentially there, it's it's a bit of a shame they just leaking leaking yeah. at the back. It's madness it though, in a game where you've got very very quick strikers playing against. Well, you. I was just to about play to say, with such a high defensive fullback line, like yeah. I said, and Aubameyang wing back so high, performing and being on and the same wavelength, being on the same wavelength, I and having that connection like that is that is a force. When right? we signed him in January, I said on this podcast way back when we used to do it when Aubameyang yeah. uh, signed, and I said. I don't see where they're going to play him. I think what they'll do you is waste one of them out on the wing because that. of Lacazette and Aubameyang. And what's actually happened and is no one's been wasted at all. They've all synced up. 
It's because they're all playing for each other. They and all pull together, which they, they started to do last season, but it just went that wayward yeah. way. What they've got now is a, a rejuvenation of belief and Unai with bounds and bounds and bounds of energy. Yeah. And like, let's not get, get carried away, but like, they're definitely players to have in your dream team now. Yeah, they, yeah, they are. You can't, can't say they're potentially gonna be gonna be up there, which I think they will be because obviously Champions League football and everything else will take his take his uh, toll on the other teams around them. Yeah. So it's a it's something to keep an eye on, but I'm not gonna go crazy because it is mm. Arsenal. But it's they've just also got, a joy to see. They've also got one of the brightest young English talents to come back. Next season in Reese Nelson. You like him, don't you? I, I've always rated Reese Nelson. Like... Yeah, he's good. I've just I've always rated Reese Nelson when he was playing in the Arsenal youth team. I saw him play a few times. Mm. He's, I I said again on this show. I said Reese Nelson was the best young talent at Arsenal, but they weren't playing him in the first season that much last season. Mm. But he's definitely the best talent there. And lo and behold, he's this year. He's gone to Hoffenheim on loan, mm-hmm. and he's scoring. And he's making assists. They're giving him a nice shirt. He's yeah. Well, <laughs> aside from Jaden Sancho, England caller Reese Nelson is flying. So the everything flag. seemed everything did he's seem to take back take nicely. The Wolbe's really pulling in as well. And it's a nice bit of competition to go along with that. And Jacker is yeah. being a steady shit. Uh, let's not forget that Torre is yeah, putting, his, putting his stamp on everything. So at this time, it's looking good, and the press uh, moved towards Man yeah. United and Jose, which we'll oh. get into a bit later on. Um, one of the many good games this weekend was Watford Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, I didn't see this result coming as much as Watford have. I think I've taken because I've praised Bournemouth quite a lot and said that they were they've been playing really really good football. Yeah. To the point where when Burnley beat them, I said on the show, I said I didn't see that coming at all. I can't. I can believe because Burnley were in rotten form and Bournemouth were brilliant. Um. Watford has dropped so far off the cliff it went unnoticed almost with me but it's just that romance in football isn't it like a couple of weeks ago three weeks ago we were talking about like oh can they do a Leicester yeah I thought they were pretty unlucky in this game and I think that some things just went Bournemouth's way they were it just seems to be like yeah we literally were saying could they do a Leicester City Mm. and now they're beating 4-0 at home which is by Bournemouth you know record away saying that Bournemouth are doing pretty well Uh, they're up to 5th yeah they're, they're like, they're never mind, could Watford do a Leicester? Could yeah. Bournemouth? Because they're up to fifth. They're doing what Burnley did last season. But they're doing it playing attractive football. And Eddie Howe, he can't do any wrong, can he? Do you think Eddie Howe is... I was having this conversation this week. Do you think Eddie Howe is a bit of, like, the David Moyes style at Everton style? So you've got Eddie Howe at Bournemouth the same way you've got, you have Moyes at Everton. And what Moyes had was control over everything... So he could, because it was a small enough club. It's a rarity, club. for sure. Well, it's a, it was a small enough club at the time when he came in, an unsuccessful club. But when Moyes came in and they started going better, then Ken Wright and all the other directors would be like, well, you will give you more responsibility. So by the end of that 10 years he was there, he ran everything yeah. from youth teams all the way up. Then he left and he didn't have that at United and he went sour. Do you think there's anywhere else a bit of that? Yeah. Well, West Ham he did well, but but it's the do you same. Think there's it's a the... mix of that and Eddie. Howe. I... Basically, my question would be: could take Eddie Howe out, and he goes to Man United. Mm-hmm. Would he handle that move to Bournemouth to a massive club, or is it he's the perfect manager for the the club at the time? It is because he's made he's made something out of 
of a very limited supply. Yeah. They've done it. It's the same way Sean Dyche has done it. Once you take all that out and strip it back, like they, it, it yeah, does, the model, the model do doesn't well. work. That would work in transforming uh, uh, like a championship club yeah. and then building it and building it and building it. It doesn't happen overnight. That's no, why it's it a short-term fix and not many managers can actually do, do that unless they're world-class, unless they're like Unai Emery, Sari, Mourinho, I'll put, put that in there, like Zidane, Pep, like all these have calibre. And I think mm. Potter's sort of like sort of building up a really nice reputation, but this game is all about reputation and it can change overnight. So on one time we're thinking, yeah, how great um, Eddie Howe is. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the end of the year and the players aren't playing for him, there's something wrong on the back, then our opinion will change. But to keep mm-hmm. that ship moving in all the same directions, same yeah. with the philosophy of Daesh does, it's a brand, it needs to work. Yeah. It'll be tough to put that into someone else. You have to have a really good structure of people around you as well as a pure focus about how you want to play football. That just doesn't come easy enough. Do you think moving into somewhat of a link do you think that that's ever going to happen at Man United again who look I got issues with Man United because like it's I can actually see where Mourinho is coming from in his strong sweeping statements today because they are they are like vultures and it's a negative stench around the club which is horrific especially especially by pundits of those of the, the, the Man United faithful should be ashamed like, what the hell are you doing? It's detrimental to you. If you're yeah. going look to at, look at the view of when you played as rose tinted glasses and nothing can beat that and you're going to slag off like the current system, the current climate, it's so detrimental to your club. You have no yeah, idea. Massive. You have no idea how much damage that does to your fan yeah. base. Because you know what the fan base are, are going to be like. So when like Paul Scholes is chirping up or Rio's doing something, the only He's person... He's a lot lately, doesn't he? The only person who, like, who like, is sort of fair enough... like. Uh, Gary, Gary never didn't didn't get stuck into it, and he's actually no. said what is needed is support. It's a negative. Yeah, his comment was negative. When thing. you compare it to Rio Ferdinand saying after the game, I thought his comments were a joke, because Jose's comments we put the video up on our Facebook in yeah. full, um, and when he said he basically said that there was negativity and that he was the hunted man, and the media were. Well, and he'd never felt like he was being hunted before. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I'm a, I'm a man that, that can the... take it. I'm a 55-year-old man, and I can take yeah. those negative you comments. You saw the pressure press. cooker of those players. But he said, My bo- some of the boys are taking it to heart. He's yeah. like, I'm not. They are. And, and he's taking it. He's taking he's all the his... jabs. It's like the McGregor fight. Well, yeah, it's... Yeah, it is. It's... He's... <sighs> what he's doing... He's saying to them, that you're actually disrupting my squad because of your comments that I, you're making I've not seen an atmosphere around Man, Man it's United it's a weird as, atmosphere because it, it's, it's even more uh, it's more aggressive than what was what happened with Moyes with Moyes, Moyes it was a project which didn't went, work yeah his results weren't it's unfortunate and, and he they felt the pressure it. because this is his biggest job and he needed to prove himself and they I've, turned on him and then when he, we, we joke about it, it was like get, get Giggsy and end the season like that's yeah. what it used to be this is far beyond that off the yeah. back of a massive change up, a massive rebrand. What Jose Mourinho has brought to that team, brought to that squad, brought to, brought to this club, without the respect of like anyone who is uh, like proper fighting for Man United, mm-hmm. supporting him, and the pundits. That's your team. It's absolutely disgraceful. Yeah, and it's, it not it's, it's not on. It's not on because it's, it's not like I've never seen a game like that before with so, so much pressure. Each both sets of players after that game both hung over they were both mm-hmm. absolutely drained mentally and physically that's the, that's 
what it's like playing in the pressure cooker, like for Jose Mourinho, excluding the fact that, okay, well, the press are on you and then you're under scrutiny as well. Those players were an absolute wreck when it was 2 0 down. And I'm like, they dug very deep. And I know that's the response that, that Mourinho wanted. Yeah. But you could just get a sense of, like, whoa, stuff's happening here. Like, looking at 2 0, geez, like the feedback. Yeah, they were really bad. But what I would say as well, yes, I agree with. I agree with what the press are doing. The bad it's ridiculous. Times, yeah. yeah, it's it's very it's it's not good. Uh, it also, if you book, you know, the the whole Pogba and the agent stuff coming up, that shows. Yeah, that shows the amount of power that both the press and agents actually have on the uh, the and players you just playing feed the it, game. Feed yeah, it, if feed you feed the whole club, fueling it. But saying that, what was lovely about this game as a Man United fan was being able to properly celebrate. Yeah, but like because I haven't celebrated a Man United because at the start of the season when you get some wins and you're like you celebrate but you're like oh that's good. They're not the same as as wins you know when there's what? there's it's a proper. It's never good enough as well. Like it wasn't good enough when they were two 0 It wasn't good enough when Matt slammed that that's in two one. It wasn't good enough to draw, and it was it just not seemed to be not good enough to actually appreciate the fact that they won three two. Yeah. Like and come back out of uh, well, two 0 down after dramatic. seventy minutes. Exactly. So in the last to have twenty minutes, no credit and it still be in that vacuous space. Yeah. It's just stupid. Just celebrate the fact that you won and yeah. you just got the job done because it doesn't matter about that. It matters about the results. So. I think I think there should be more support and appreciation of the fact that they actually won and it feels still like a loss. It's really peculiar. Yeah. Hi, I'm Sydney. And when I'm not playing the flute, I'm listening to the FIFA Ramble. This is my flute mix. Liverpool play yep. Man City. Yeah. It was nil nil. It was a bit disappointing. On what on what way? Just the score because you wanted high scoring. Yeah, it I was, thought it was very talented and I, I think this shows that Liverpool it. are just going face to face with them, even though they were very lucky and Van Dijk was a very lucky boy in the end. Yeah. The the well you saw the damage that ball did when it landed, didn't you? It did. It did. Um disruption that ball got. The the game itself was actually quite good to watch from a tactical point of view in that they didn't want yep. to give anything away to each other. However, those sort of games, it wasn't entertaining enough beyond It wasn't. That. It was, it was, there was integral parts of that and uh, one of them is Riyad Mahrez's penalty sky hide yeah. uh, because of... Problem, a, yeah. it, like Van Dijk, it would have been, that's, that's the difference, isn't it? If that scores, everyone like, can, is concerned with Van Dijk, even yeah. though he's had a tremendous season, and his record of playing for Liverpool uh, outweighs like, his win record, is, is fast passes the amount. Yeah. Like, they lose without him, basically. Yeah. He's, he's a huge, uh, huge beneficial defender in a, yeah, in a rickety little, little back line, and he, mm-hmm. he just strengthened it. So I just think he could have, got, he could have switched. If that was a 1-0... Man City, they would be they'd be rolling like that. Will, yeah. That will just continue on, and there'll be momentum. What this has done is actually just opened it all up, like yeah. with, with Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Man City. So it just opens it out and makes it more interesting for us after the international break. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting at the top. Yep, yep, yep. Extremely interesting. Uh, other than that, I think people, the press, and people should just back off Mo Salah. <laughs> just let him do his thing because the, the the pressure that's on there. We just, said this just because we said this a good few episodes ago. Yeah. People were saying that he was having a, a bad time at the start of the season. It's like 
only comparable to last year when he was phenomenal. Mm. He's actually really, he's play, having been really good performances. Yeah. He's creating an awful lot of chances. He's, he's been very good this season. It's just people go, oh, he's that good. Well, yeah. no, he just had an, a massive, massive season last year, which is, com- which is probably and a World anom- Yeah, it's probably an anomaly. He got some he, Champions League final. He probably had, it's probably, when you look back over the next course of his career, I don't reckon he will score 40 odd goals again in a season. Again in his career. I think it was an anomaly. I think it was a perfect storm. Yeah. But then also, they're not failing, they're not taking into account that he had a really serious injury and they rushed him back so that he could represent Egypt at the World Cup. It was a significant injury to the point where they said he will need to rest it for a good few months. Yeah. You know, so he just needs full rest. Instead of that, they rushed him back within a couple of weeks. And he played a full. He played every game in the it's World Cup for Egypt. On. It's like it's all the goings on behind the scenes, isn't it? Like our little Harry Kane, uh, yeah, Harry Kane ankle niggle. Yeah, keep, keep checking back into. Didn't score against Cardiff. Whatever. He didn't score. He My captain. Don't worry about it. I captain Hazard. He I did. know you did. Know. Yeah. It's good that he played. He played very well. Oh, he's nothing there though. Hi, it's Mitch here at the Championship Corner and I have to start by saying what a fall from grace last week in the studio with a special guest and this week here I am on a noisy train back from Manchester and obviously not in the studio with the guys but nonetheless I am here to round up the Championship action from this past week and I want to focus on the bottom of the league this week uh, with some really important points picked up by those languishing at the bottom of the table starting um, uh, not least with Ipswich uh, with a 3-2 win at Swansea a really big three points for their manager Paul Hurst. I'll be interested to see if this win kickstarts their season or whether it's a one-off. Um, green shoots of recovery continue for QPR after their win at Reading the week before. Um, pick up a vital point at home to Derby. Um, importantly, they went a goal down in this, but they responded really well and they deserve their point. It'll be interested to see again if they can continue their, their, um, their, their, their signs of recovery. And an important three points for Birmingham as well. Three went at home to Rothering. Birmingham aside, I think um, uh, their performances deserve more points than they've got on the table so it's good to see them getting rewarded now and they're starting to climb the table um, it'll be interesting to see if they, uh, they find a position further up the league as the table settles down but starting to get the points on the board that their performances have deserved um, a few other interesting uh, games over the past week Leeds and Brentford, the game on Sky I think Leeds are a side that we all feel um, well, the question of whether they get promoted is one thing, but I think most of us think that they're going to be there or thereabouts anyway um, Brentford on the other hand perhaps been a bit of a surprise for people this season it'll be interesting to see if they can maintain their push at the top, and in this one they nearly got all four, three points as well um, the, the points were shared there, but um, I thought it was an interesting game, but I always give a performance of the week every week and this week I have to give it no bias here to my own side, Nottingham Forest winning 2-0 at Middlesbrough, a great goal kickstarted that from Joe Lolly, you have to see it if you haven't, uh, but Middlesbrough aside that um, not only were they unbeaten at home but they hadn't even conceded a goal um, so um, Forest winning 2-0 having a man sent off late on as well um, that has to go down to my performance of the week so um, their first and hopefully not in my eyes, their last performance of the week from me, um, they get that um, It'll be interesting to see, obviously, with the international break, whether those sides that have picked up some important wins and got some important momentum, whether the international break halts that momentum and comes at a bad time, or whether they can keep that going when sides resume after the international fixtures. But that's it from me, from this noisy train. Back to you guys in the studio. Our game of the week. Should we do a little game of the week section? Yeah, let's do a game of let's the week section. Let's do a game section. of the week section. Come on. Yeah, let's, let's fly over to, uh, to France. Yeah. I'm taking you to Paris. Oh. I know. Um, you are a child. I know, I know. We're going to Paris and we're going to see the Leon game. Okay. 
We're going to do that. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it sounds perfect. But it's already happened, and 5 0. CPSG. Yeah, they, they, that they was such like, a cracker of oh, game. We had everything. You know, we had highs, we had lows, we had red cards. It was. We had Mbappe. It was my favourite game that I've seen this weekend. It was beautiful. It was two sides, PSG and Leon, who Leon have just obviously come off the back not that long ago of beating Man City. They beat Man City in the Champions League, and PSG had lost to Liverpool. So it was, suddenly it was that thing of oh, French football was actually quite good then. Leon are beating the league champions. And then it's PSG versus it. So the biggest club in France versus this club that now people are going, oh, they won so many titles back to back. They're actually a huge club and they can beat Man City. Yeah. You know? And to then, I can't tell you how painful it was to have all of this build up to this game. Yeah. Sitting down to watch it and Fakir goes off injured. That ankle looked like, like the first, twisted. Yeah. In like the first, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. Is it? If that, probably. Yeah, maybe minutes. even less than that. But. And he came off, and it was just immediately. It felt like you oh, were about what's a what? Oh, just this this game has so much potential, and losing Fakir suddenly it was like it's lost a load of potential now because PSG will probably steamroller him. Yeah, but it wasn't that way because no, it wasn't. Neymar the first really half penalty. Yeah, the first yeah after was, the after that was Fakir, a smooth penalty there. after Fakir came off, he Neymar then got a penalty, and they scored it, and you thought right here we go. They've got less of an attacking threat and they're already 1 0 down. Mm-hmm. But then to just level up the playing field a bit, Kimpembe made a very silly tackle. Yeah, VAR. A VAR approved tackle. And they went to it and they did the whole thing. I've never seen that in a tackle before. Yeah, the ref saw that it was very high up the shin. Over the ball. Did it? Yeah, and I think it's too dangerous. There's no intent there. It, it, it's so. Did touch the ball, but that there was the intent. There was, I don't know. I, I don't it, it, it was too dangerous. Yeah, it, well, this is what I mean. This is where people go. Oh, I didn't mean that. It matter if he, he means it. Man. It doesn't matter if he means it. It was a horrendous tackle. Tackling. It's not like saying, oh well, if you you know, it's not like hitting someone. A ta- tackling someone when they're going full speed and you're going full speed is a work of genius. But like when you actually boil it down, right? He was away. So well. he took on he three attended. players. Who who yeah. who was the foul on? Who did that oh. magic? It was it was it was seductive to see. Sir. I can't remember. Who it was great because it was yeah. a counter counter attack break where he just jimmied around like three players and then just imagine seeing that flying yeah. in because he was completely off the ground then as well. Yeah, so it was, it was a bad tackle. So the playing field is now. Yes, PSG have got a goal on this, yeah. but now they've lost a defender, and they took they took Cavani off <laughs> to bring on someone to play at the back. Mm. And I thought, well, hang on, what's going on here? Cavani's off the pitch, so they're spearhead. He looked all right about it. I think he understood because he was, you know, they've got obviously Neymar and Mbappe. They're not sure about attacking talent. And Di Maria started, and they pushed him further as like a false nine. And I thought, hang on a minute, we might have a game on here because it was suddenly like they're on the back foot. They've gone either way. Yeah. The... So they weren't allowed, but they're on the back foot. But. Then Toussaint goes and gets sent off for Leon just before half time. Forty six minutes. Yeah. So they lose the man in the middle, who's a very very talented player and is a great is an important part of that side. They lose him, and then he goes to half time, and he's like, "What is going to happen here?" And what happened in the second half? Mbappé. Killian Mbappe happened in the second. Less, half. Four also, goals. Can I just say? Can minutes. I just say? 
that he wouldn't have had that performance if it wasn't for Neymar doing a lot of hard work. Yeah. Now, I, I get that Mbappe had a fantastic game, everything just sort of yeah. fell, fell to him. Oh, he's brilliant. It he's, was, it was one of those games where like, he, like, it just, he just popped out like, with the fourth goal. It's one of he was just in that place because Neymar tried to take it on, then deflected back and then he just slid. slid it in. is one of the best solo performances I've ever seen from a finishing perspective and from a creativity perspective him, yeah. him and Neymar are ridiculous yeah. like it makes you realise how good of a first 11 or first 14 PSG have and I like the fact that they're actually working together they are yeah, celebrating each other's goals and the way they set up because it would be easy I think the press are trying to twist it on like Neymar yeah, taking, Neymar taking a set, set yeah and, and the message and then going there and having yeah, Mbappe there yeah he's away from Messi so, like, saying that we discussed this conundrum when we were in Ikea actually yeah like it's that whole who would you rather in your team if you had to choose one or the other mm-hmm. they're showing they can actually do it and support each other yeah even though I would like to see if, if it gets a crucial time in the game and Neymar oh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. But I like the fact that they celebrate. Like, Mbappe goes together. up to him to celebrate. Oh, Neymar was loving yeah, it exactly. in the final whistle as well. That's why these memes mm. didn't take into account. But yeah. When you watch the, them celebrating, it actually it made, it made such an impact on me. The next day, I was chatting with my friend about it and I was saying, Neymar was fully loving it. Yeah. And he then on the next day, suddenly all these pictures coming out, like, oh, he's in Mbappe Shadow. He's yeah. loving it. Yeah, Neymar yeah. is having a, so a they just, great time. They just destroyed him. And they it, did. It was great. And they did it without Cavani on the pitch. Think of that. Four. Yeah. Yeah. They can play Neymar, Mbappe, Cavani and Di Maria. Always a threat. People forget that they've also got Di Maria. People forget how good Di Maria is. I like it when now he was because Real, he was one of the best I think the pressure the is off him a bit now. Yeah, and he can actually is sort of like well, I, if I want to get that, I want to compete on my own team. Yeah. With Man United, I think well, you're the star there, you're the biggest there, yeah. and you, what comes with that is is what it is. Yeah. Just want to say, Tuchel is motivating those boys a lot. Is he yeah, he's looks, doing well. he looks like he's got got everything taken over. I love his managerial style. He's very hands on, very handsy. Yeah, apparently, the the, apparently the the addition of Buffon as well has actually massively improved the dressing room look we've been posting loads of Buffon just just having Gigi Buffon around your club he's just yes look at Buffon yeah apparently he's been a really good addition and that he Tuchel said and and uh, the members of staff who were there before Thomas Tuchel said this is the best atmosphere we've had yeah because Buffon's come in and he's just knows what he's doing he's like boys I got this it's sweet isn't it and another thing, yes. Jordan Sancho has got an England corner for his Sterling yeah, World start of the season. Never seen start of the season like that in a hotbed of activity, which is Sancho's Borussia amazing. Dortmund in the Bundesliga uh, with his assist record. I think that is a jump, jump start for him and his uh, his career just to be called up to get the attention People that he truly deserves. Jaden Sancho was stupid to leave Man City and go to Dortmund because he wouldn't play there. Mm-hmm. Well, he's cause he's in the England squad and he's, he's not going to play. He's Guess in what? The first, he's cemented in that first team, Jaden Sancho. Yeah. He's he's been phenomenal, but he's he's been like that for. We watched he's him last role. season when he joined them last season. I actually watched his first game for the youth team, mm-hmm. and he was amazing. And then his performances kept improving in the first in the youth team, and then lo and behold, now he's. 
and it's the same, same sort of thing to do that at Man City with Foden as well. Yeah, um, Foden's a great they, player. Good things like you said, Reese Nelson's Hoffenheim as well. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a very positive thing. If we're just going to jump over to Spain, where bet, we better call Saul because Saul is just topping everything, isn't he? Yes, yeah. in the limelight, he's playing superbly well, and he's a shining beacon of hope for for Spain, where we saw the last Nations League, uh, where Spain just decimated and Saul was just in the mix yeah. so that's pretty good as well if we pop over to Italy yeah. uh, one of our one of our fave fave strikers mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, Gonzalo Higuain Higuain he's got two for Milan yeah he's enjoying life at Milan you would though wouldn't you yeah you would especially at that point in his career he's, yeah. it's, a su- it's a perfect fit I'd, looking back now it's almost like oh how did he fit at Juventus that well because he's such a good fit for Milan yeah but he's, he's a, but look to More go his calibre he's wandered around the top clubs but and now he's just striker. like to wind down at AC Milan geez, like, like Beckham did that that's a great still, club to be at yeah. he's going to be and he's always going to be deadly no matter, no matter his I reckon his he will end up in France yeah or because I think You're Germany is too much but, but yeah. he, I think he's got uh, he'll be in Italy for a good few years yeah and, and then, then potentially he, across yeah, I reckon across there, across the pond. He stays in. He, he suits Europe. I think he's in Europe. He could like I'd like I'd to see his career wind down. Yeah, I'd hate to see him line up at Boca. You know, like Carlos Tevez is now winding down his career yeah. at Boca, and I know because we're selfish and we want to see him club. in Europe. Yeah, I know Boca are a massive club, but I think Carlos that's what Aguero will do. Could I think it will, but I, that's more romantic. Do you know what I mean? I just think there's certain players like the who, they all go back to Argentina. They all, home, it's like going back they all have a jolly uh, for a season or two. It's when the Brazilians do it, because then that ruins Ronaldinho's career. Ronaldinho is one of those, those players who I just see nothing but like social media videos of how amazing he actually, yeah, was, astute he actually was, which don't get reminded. It's just nice yeah. to see, isn't it? It's just nice yeah. to see. So, uh, and that, that's, that's all I've got to ramble about. So you got? Yeah, so you got you? I reckon that's I reckon that's all we got. Right, right that's number so fifty six. Number fifty six in the bank. We'll leave the... you with um, Gary's barbecue. Yeah. And tents. So uh, don't forget to follow us on social media as well. So oh yeah, do that. Ramble. At, at the FIFA Ramble. Ramble. Do but that. Yeah, for now, this is Gary's um, tent. You can actually watch us as well on uh, on YouTube. YouTube. So if, you, on if you don't want to listen to us, you can don't watch the listen. edited. I mean, the, the the actual better version. You can see us. You see do us. that, but this is Gary's. This is Gary's barbecue and tent combo store. Right now at Gary's Tents, we have the tent deal for you. Come and peg down a bargain with one of our staff. The process won't be too intense because our staff are already in tents. Five man, six man, ten man, or even circus, we have the tent for you. Come on down at Gary's Tents, we have the tent for you. It's kind of like a thin house with a zip instead of a door. The prices will blow you away, but they won't blow away the tent. 115, pull the street across the road from the bank. But a tent won't be enough for you. You need to get a barbecue. Hi. 
Things are heating up at Gary's Barbecue. We pride ourselves on having the hottest grills. If you can walk the path of hot coals, we'll knock off 50%. So you BBQ, that's better be quick before we run out. Some men like chicken and some men like beef. And some men like somewhere to warm up the feet when the night gets colder. So be quick.